Listen well to this story I tell, for some is fact and some is fiction, but all of it is true. I'm Bradley Rolfe, and I'm reading my blog. basic format here so far has been I go back into my blog and I read a post and then I kind of do uh, an impromptu response to it, just kind of one shot straight on through, uh, which is designed around peak artistic uh, integrity and transparency, and also it's just a quicker way to produce content if you just do it one and don't care. episode, I did not uh, do the immediate reflection element. Big takeaway, if you've never tried journaling, and and I have a handful of times said, oh, journaling, that sounds like a thing that people do, and I, you know, get a journal, and I write a journal post saying, hey, hi, me in the future, I guess, or whatever, uh, I decided to start a journal today. And I'm going to see what that's like. See you later. And then, like episode one, like post number one, I never come back to it. Not until starting this podcast have I really understood on a deep personal level the value of journaling. If you just write things for whatever type of reason or, you know, whatever in whatever type of mode, write things, put a date on them, put them in one place, and come back to them, I think they could be really valuable. And uh, quite honestly, I felt ministered to reading uh, episode three. So that was nifty. Hope you did too. So here's episode four, post from September 29th, 2016. No Shrines. Today I went to Laumeyer Sculpture Park. I didn't take any photos today. Below is pretentious and self-important and probably suffers from overuse of passive voice, but it's how I naturally write and generally unedited. If you want to do me any favors, I'd like feedback on the readability of it. Don't bother with the content. I don't take any responsibility for any philosophical claims made below, as I haven't lived with enough of them long enough to vouch for them. No lifeguard on duty. Swim at your own risk. I have frequently rejected the notion of sacred places and ritual. Today I found myself in possible doubt of that principle, as I found myself drawn away in search of refuge or enlightenment or discovery and drawn away under the impression that I would unlock whatever mysteries I was in search of only by arriving at a specific location, a personal temple, a shrine. This notion was so strong, so intuitive, that it wasn't until I was well on my way that I recognized I hadn't made this decision from my typical reason engine. Now, I assign no shame in responding to intuition or feeling, 
but giving myself allowance to follow non-rational urges is a relatively new practice for me. So I reflexed into retroactively trying to reason out my action. I have some unfinished songs in my pocket, so maybe I was hoping a change of venue would shake out some new lyrics. It's sort of Pavlovian. The Sculpture Park has historically been a place of vision and revelation for me, so a search for such things could reasonably, if inductively, lead me there. Notebook in hand, I wandered down one of the older, more hidden, lesser-known trails. Granted, this entrance intersects with a primary marked trail a few tens of yards in, but I like to pretend that it's a secret. I like to pretend I'm the only person in the park. It belongs to me and only me. I am the only one who sees the park as it truly is, whatever that means. I knew precisely what spot I wanted to sit and work, but naturally I took the long way, just to be sure I didn't miss anything. Then I got impatient and shortcut the long way to my post. Sitting, notebook closed, I stared out ahead of myself, intentionally making every effort not to look at anything, just look out. Just look. Not even look, but just nothing. Just the verb nothing. I don't mind the ennui itself, and if I allow myself to get lost in that moment, it's comfortable. It's pleasurable. A little snack pack of nihilistic indulgence. But what's troubling is knowing that later I will look back and say, why didn't I spend that time being productive? And begin to resent myself. But maybe that moment wasn't wasted. Maybe it was exactly what it needed to be. Only now, feeling the desire to be productive, to have accomplished something, I blame my past self for not finding myself in that actualized state. But past self can't provide any defense. Past self is an easy target, and current self needs to stop picking on them and take responsibility for now. Past blaming comes from the same place as a desire for instant gratification. It's a general impossibility. If you think you have experienced instant gratification, you lack perspective. And if you think blaming the past will affect your present, you're missing some fundamental concepts in chronology. This line is deteriorating. I didn't write anything at the park. I wrote this at a Bregco I had never been to before. Temples have no value. Shrines don't exist. I need to go use the restroom, then go to rehearsal. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, I was I was aware of this post. Like I, I saw no shrines. Oh no shrines, yeah, I went I, I 
it's a thing about the sculpture park. Um, is what I remember when I looked at it. I didn't know I went in this direction. Uh, you know, I, I thought it, I thought when I saw it, I was like, oh no, shrines. That's a thing about the sculpture park. And I imagined it was another kind of classic Bradley manifesto. Uh, and it references some personal manifesto. And it ends up in some personal manifesto. But it was... This was a lot more reflective than I imagined it would have been. And some of the language, like I said at the top of it, some of it is the act of writing these words and publishing them was the exploration. And kind of back to what I said at the top, the value of journaling is in the exploration of writing something down. And I think that's something that I've, I look back at just the way I have written in the past, um, you know, even a, a project for school, a paper for school, is like, all right, you need to write an essay. Okay, I would sit, stare at the page 20 minutes, come out with a fully formed paragraph, move on, uh, and very little editing. Like, any editing was really just copy editing for, for clarity and typos and grammar, there was no, I had no habit of structural editing. I wasn't personally capable of writing just whatever came and, and throwing, spewing garbage out there and then cleaning it up later. Uh, because I, man, I can't just, if I put it on the paper, I've created it. And I'm not going to create garbage, you know, that, and that's, that's like a, the block I had. Whereas I still can struggle with that, but I... I'm able to, I've been able to wrestle with the permanence of anything that comes out of my brain onto paper and, and allow that to be, okay, this doesn't have to mean what it is. Uh, and once again, this, you know, I, I gave myself the out. I gave myself the caveat at the top of this saying, hey, I'm going to write some stuff. I don't know if I even believe it, but I'm going to write it as the exercise, as the exploration. It is, you know, the the phrases I built here, the looks I this was, the writing itself was research. And I think that is some of the, the value of journaling, whether it's personal or whether it's public, the value of allowing yourself to write say whatever without having to believe it which is why i think you know journals are typically more private uh is it does and i think people i feel like there's this misconception that journaling is about you know your innermost thoughts oh the true here's here's a here's a safe place where you can write down your true inner thoughts that you're hiding from the world, and I think, hey, for someone who knows, I don't know, but the value there, it's, these are not your secret inner thoughts, these are just all of your thoughts, not called, not edited, and sure, it comes from you, so whatever comes from you is coming from a part of you, or coming, but just because it comes into your mind doesn't mean 
it's tied to your identity, who you are. And then by allowing yourself to articulate the thoughts that are entering your mind, you can step back, investigate, and decide. I wonder what show that... Let me look up... Boy. What show was that? Uh, let me see real quick. What show would I have been in rehearsal for? In September 2016. I have... About fall. Two shows in the fall of 2017. Okay, so that would have been either... Gypsy with KTK or Mattress with Overdue. Huh. Okay. Reading my blog is a production of me, Bradley Rawl. I'm on Twitter and Instagram under my real name, and I wish I had a rehearsal to get to right now. If you want to skip ahead, links to my blog and other projects I'm working on can be found at anotherwhitesuburbanite.com.